0: Hey everyone, welcome to Good Wolf Radio. I'm Jerry Scarlato, founder and fitness coach of Thrivology in Alexandria, Kentucky. And today we talk to Jan Tieferman. Jan is one of the members of the Thrivology Pack. that is what we call our community here at Thrivology. And she's been a member for going on a decade now. She actually started training with me back in the day when I was training in just a local fitness center and then we moved out into our first space that was actually called thrive fitness and now we're Thrivology. and she has stuck with the pack uh, for that whole duration so her story is very amazing jan reveals her age in the episode so i'll let you be surprised by that but Um, The reason that she is on this episode is because she, for lack of a better term, for most people seems to defy aging. Um, She tells her story on how she's lived her life leading up to this point and the things that she does now, now that she's retired and has all of the time to be able to make decisions on what she's doing she talks about what she does now and how deliberate she is about her time and how she continues to go about things in a way so that she's making sure she's staying relevant in her mind relevant meaning active and moving and um, not allowing herself to get in a routine and get into a rut so um, interesting interesting story uh, great opportunity to talk to somebody who if you look at her and you know her then you know that she doesn't perceive her age the way that most people perceive their age and i think most of us strive to do that but it's hard to overcome the tendency to think about your age and go oh well my i'm just this way because of xyz i'm only this i'm i'm weak because i'm this age or I'm I am achy because I'm this age. I've heard 58 year olds say, wait until you're 58, you'll get achy too. And I've heard 28 year olds say, wait until you're achy, you'll get achy too. So the age, the number is not the important part. As Jan's story will tell you, it is the mindset that you have about your age and the way that you go about your life as you age. That will be the defining factor of how you will end up as you move forward. So, nonetheless, enjoy this conversation with Jan Tieferman. What you plant?
1: Well, did you hear about my request for the milk cartons?
0: I did. That's interesting. Tell me about that.
1: So it's a winter sewing, S-O-W-I-N-G project, and S-O-W-I-N-G? Well, not S-E-W. Yeah. Since I sew. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so sewing, winter sewing. Got it. So the plastic jug cut in half.
0: You're just a sower of all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: you leave the top on, you leave the handle on Yeah. so you can bend it back, put a little potting soil in there Mm -hmm. and put your seeds in there and set it out to the elements. Mm. And the advantage of that is you're not growing them inside in your house. And also, um, they get hardened off because they're out in the elements. So I'm going to try it this year. They
0: get hardened off.
1: That's a term. Hardening off of plants means Mm -hmm. you get them used to the elements and I'm used to the cold, the wind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try it.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you tell me what you planted? Like what did you actually plant?
1: I planted lettuce, spinach, Mm -hmm. uh, Brussels sprouts, Mm -hmm. and kale.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Those are cold weather
0: crops. Cold weather crops.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can start them earlier in the season. Got it. Unlike tomatoes and peppers.
0: Yes. I hear they're very... Well, I don't think tomatoes are very finicky, but I think peppers are. Or uh, are they not?
1: Peppers just like really hot weather.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can and I grow peppers
1: that. so I can give them to you.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Because <laughs> <laughs> man, do they make good salads, mm. uh, and beef and peppers, and all kinds of good things.
1: I put them in scrambled eggs in the summer.
0: What was your favorite recipe that you made last year, with your with gardening f- endeavors? Your,
1: your well. I can't really pick out one, but mm-hmm. whatever vegetable is coming into season, mm-hmm. ready to harvest, mm-hmm. and I get on Pinterest, and I start looking for recipes, mm-hmm. and I try them. So I made a lot of good ones with zucchini. Um, really? Kale. Mm-hmm. Zucchinis but, are
0: pretty easy, huh? To grow?
1: Zucchinis are easy to grow unless you get the squash vine borer. hmm and they'll just destroy your zucchini plants in two days. Mm-hmm. I've had trouble with Squash, that. Squash,
2: vine, bore. Bore.
1: B-O-R-E-R. Mm-hmm. They get into the stem mm-hmm. and they eat out the insides. It's Interesting. Ripen. They bore
0: into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. Why did you start gardening?
1: <sighs> well, I've always... Well, I've always liked to be outside. Mm-hmm. We moved to a place with 14 acres. Mm-hmm. So now I have the space to garden I was able to fence it in which of course is necessary where we live and um, I wanted to eat healthier So I felt like growing my own vegetables was a good thing to do
2: mm-hmm.
1: And I've always wanted to um, Take the master gardener's class at the extension yeah. office So everything kind of tied together once I was retired and yeah. had the time to do it.
2: Mm-hmm
0: um and then you started trying to play guitar again
1: well i've been retired almost two years now Mm -hmm. and every year i like to pick something new and different that will challenge me Mm -hmm. so not just physically but um, mentally too Mm -hmm. so this year i went through a couple different um, options last year it was gardening master gardener this year, I'd
2: say you're
0: pretty darn close if not there.
1: <laughs> well, this year, you know, 2023, I was like, oh, I thought about cooking lessons. I thought about salsa lessons. But salsa. Then, you need, but a need a person for that. I need a person for that, and Brett wasn't all in. So um, the other thing is I've had a guitar for about 15, 20 years, but I never had the time to really yeah, learn it. Have had it that me. long? Yeah, Brett gave it to me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then I gave it to my son because he said he was going to learn. And he did a little bit, but then he quit. So I got it back from him, and I signed up for guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hard. Mm.
2: It's
1: well, very hard. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: No, I get it.
1: So my fingertips hurt and <laughs> various things. I can play Yankee Doodle and uh, Tom Dooley, and he's a jolly good fellow. And There you go.
0: You know, I was thinking we should have a talent show. Thriveology talent show.
1: I need a couple years.
0: Years? Yeah. If you can play Yankee Doodle, I think you're just in good shape.
1: My guitar teacher told me it takes 10 years to be really good. I said, I haven't got 10 years. (laughs)
0: Of course you do. Well, I don't know if I got 10 years to learn how to play the guitar. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't take long to learn how to play guitar. It takes ten years to be really good at guitar. I think that's two different things. Yeah, like if yeah. you want
1: to play in a band or something. Yeah. I'm not going down that path.
0: No, not a Yankee Doodle band.
1: No, no. I'm not even sure a talent show will work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want to have your, a, a recital.
1: No, yeah. but it's it's good. It's really it's something very different for me, and it's you know it's something really good to do in the winter, mm-hmm. and um, it's challenging me for sure.
0: Why do you, why do you, why do different things each year? Why do new things each year? Did you do that when you worked?
1: um, No, not so much Mm -hmm. because I didn't have the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel, well, the biggest thing is I do have the time now, but I never want to get stagnant. Mm. And so by picking something.
0: What do you mean by stagnant?
1: um, Doing the same thing all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like that leads that repetition leads to uh, Boredom and mm. aging and it's not a lot of fun So I like to experiment mm. and I know there's gonna be things. I'm gonna fail out fail at mm-hmm. and this might be one of them But I still really I enjoy the challenge.
2: hmm
1: I think it helps keep me um, More in tune with things
0: has your feelings about failing changed?
1: Has my feelings about what?
0: Failing changed. You said it. it if uh, I fail at it, then, eh, well.
1: Well, like I... Like uh, 20
0: years ago, would you, would you have shrugged it off like that too?
1: Well, 20 years ago, it probably would have been something that was more professional. Yeah. So, yes, it would have bothered me, mm-hmm. and I would have kept pursuing it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas now, it's more... A hobby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, no, I don't want to fail, but I think you know I have to figure out what's the best choices for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what, what do I do keep it.
0: pursuing? What what don't, what don't I keep pursuing? You think that's you think you make that decision faster now or or
1: no, not necessarily faster. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like there's a lot more options out there for me mm-hmm. because of the fact that I'm retired.
0: Because you have more time to do things. Correct. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, time management is still very important to me.
0: (laughs) You are one of the most unbelievable people that I know when it comes to time management.
1: Yeah. I like to be productive. Not in a bad way. I like to be. I'm a little
0: envious sometimes.
1: Hmm.
0: (laughs) Like when we get to the end of a class and Jan's like, I got to go. We (laughs) got to go. I
1: know. There's always something on my list. That's for sure. (laughs) I know Brett says, don't you ever stop? And I'm like, no, and I Mm -hmm. really don't want to. Mm -hmm. Why? Um, Well, this is something really basic, but you know, I'm a checklist kind of a person Mm -hmm. and I do to-do lists. Mm -hmm. Like I actually write them down and I can't say I do a to-do list every day, but I do one every week and it feels really, really good to check things off the list mm-hmm. and i feel very satisfied at the end of the day if i've accomplished a lot of the things that i set forth to do that day mm-hmm. so i find it very satisfying
0: but you're retired
1: well that doesn't mean i want to just lay down and die <laughs>
0: <laughs> like do you, do you think that that's what a lot of, do you think that that's what would happen Is that just what you've done and so you just keep doing it or now that you're retired, are you more diligent about that or like?
1: I'm probably more diligent Mm -hmm. because I don't want to fall into bad habits. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And, um, you know, I don't have to set an alarm clock every day. And I don't have the demands put on on me, you know, Mm -hmm. like you do with a career. But for me, it's just a personal thing. It's just... You know, I just, I, w- I want to stay productive, and I don't know how else to say it. You know, I just, it's satisfying to me, and I want to pursue new things. It keeps me fresh, and that's what I love about my life now. But the difference is, now I get to choose things that I really like to do, and I think I'm going to find out that some of those things are maybe not what I like to do, and that's why I think I'm okay with, well, maybe I'll move on to something else if it doesn't work out. Hmm.
0: That's very refreshing. I think that I feel like most people say that like, oh, once I get to re- retirement, then I'll get to do the things that I want to do. Oh, yeah. And I feel like, I'm not I'm not near that age, but I do know people around I that know. age. I feel like yeah. most people don't do the things that they want to do.
1: Well, some of the people that I've seen who have retired, um, they're kind of lost when they're retired because their whole life was their job.
0: Yeah, good point.
1: And so when they retire, I think they they flail. Mm. And I think they get bored and I don't think they're really happy in retirement. Mm-hmm. And I have I've seen that with my dad. You know, I mean, that mm. was a long time ago, but I mean, his whole life, you know, he was the breadwinner and he worked his entire life. And then when he finally retired, you know, he said things like, oh, I'm going to golf all the time and, you know, things like that. But it just really wasn't enough to fill the, the day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's also important to have a variety mm-hmm. of hobbies mm-hmm. so that, you know, lots of times my day is based on what the weather is. You know, I think yeah. it's good to have indoor hobbies and I think it's good to have outdoor hobbies. And if it's going to be a nice day, I might change gear, gears from if it if it's gonna be a rainy day or yeah. a cold day. So I try to find activities for both types of weather.
0: So if it's nice, then you're gonna be sewing. If it's not nice, then you're gonna be sewing.
1: <laughs> I get what you're saying. If it's not Sorry. nice, I'll be S-E-W-I-N-G. Yeah, and if yeah. it's nice, I'll be S-O-W-I-N-G,
0: yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It seems like you go towards a lot of the same things. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so what keeps you- so? what. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what keeps you, like, uh, how do you have the ability to do this stuff? What do you feel like keeps you, like, having the energy to do it?
1: The ability, meaning physically?
0: Yeah. It's just in general, whatever. Physically, mentally, energetic?
1: Uh, well, for me, you know, the exercise has always been part of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like if I'm physically fit, then it opens my mind. It opens my mind so that I can concentrate on other things. So, for instance, you know, when I was working, I still always found time to work out, mm-hmm. not as much time. But for, then it was mainly for um, just keeping, like, burning calories. Mm-hmm. It's all about burning calories. Whereas now, Yeah, it's still about burning calories or weight management, Mm -hmm. I should say. But it's also about staying strong. Like, how much muscle mass Mm -hmm. do people lose when they get to be 30s and 40s? -hmm. Like, I'm really trying to fight that statistic. Mm -hmm. So... How old are you? 64. (laughs) Soon to be 65. Anyway, so... um, So the motivation, if I'm really honest, is personal Mm -hmm. because I feel as if, if I feel good and I feel physically fit, then I feel like I'm able to concentrate on other aspects of my life better.
2: Mm.
0: Interesting.
1: So it's important to me to always keep that in my life. Mm -hmm. And just now it's a little bit easier because my schedule is more flexible. Mm -hmm so back to your question of what motivates me working out motivates me to stay strong so that i can do all the things that i love Mm -hmm. it's just a it's a priority
0: so what i hear you saying is that when you started working out when you were young or when you were young and you worked out younger younger so young yeah it's a good point when you were younger and you worked out sorry yeah. I was like is it? Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. saying that wrong mm-hmm. when you were younger and you worked out mm-hmm. it was maybe not only but primarily keeping calorie like calorie balance keeping yeah. keeping your weight in check and all of that stuff right. and now maybe not now but over time that transition to life management and helping you be able to sustain a level of life that you expect
1: true, and um, somewhere along the way, it became really important for me to feel strong, Mm -hmm. and I think part of that is the statistic about, you know, losing muscle mass, and trying to fight that, and so many of the things that I love to do take a lot of strength, so, so yeah, now it's, now it's about, I want to, I want to be a strong woman, Mm -hmm. and, um, That's what one of my goals is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Very, very valiant goal, by the way. And I'd Mm -hmm. say you do it very well also. Mm -hmm. Uh, You exude it very well. You show it very well also. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, Has that transition from external factors, if you will, Uh, external weight management as a motivator to your Wanting to live a certain life as a motivator, has that been what's that look like? And also, does it is it more like now that you have this different motivation, is it like now I definitely want to make sure that I exercise? Whereas when it was a weight management thing, was it easier to blow it off?
1: Uh, for sure, it was easier to blow it off, but it was still important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I understand the question. I do find it it's more of a motivator now. But you know, some like I said, somewhere along the line, and this is through thrivology, but um you know, at prior gyms it's it was all about uh, treadmill, cardio, you know.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I would read my book a lot.
0: Yeah. I remember seeing you on the elliptical at Body Dynamics. Yeah,
1: yeah. Some people like
2: book she, leaning. Yeah, she didn't talk. She just read her book.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now it's a, a much more, you know, it's all it's about weights mm-hmm. and strength fitness, and that's relatively new to mm-hmm. me over the past, I'd say, ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, because I always thought that lifting weights would make you bulk up, big
2: and bulky, manly. Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't want that, mm-hmm. but now I know that that's not true, mm-hmm. and I realize how important the, the strength workouts are to my health. So if I want to stay say strong, mm-hmm. if I want to stay strong, easy for me <laughs> to say. Maybe if I want to stay strong, then you know the weight management, the strength training is important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Did that answer your question.
0: It did. Well, it was probably a better answer to a better question, so well, I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, what other things do you do that you that help you maintain a level of energy to keep going?
2: Um,
1: well, it's not just the working out. There's, I mean, there's a lot of, um, I mean, eating right. You know, I feel like there's a pattern there and if i'm not eating healthy or not eating right don't don't get me wrong you know i do i have my <laughs> vices
2: that's for sure
1: but i feel like that helps keep me on track that's mm-hmm. another motivator mm-hmm. and they all tie hand in hand um, you know the working out the eating right
0: i'm it curious just, it how it makes you're... me
1: feel good about myself
0: All of it together. Yeah, all of it Mm -hmm. together.
1: And I think it's really easy to go um, down a rabbit hole. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, where, I mean, I've had, uh, luckily I've been healthy, you know, most of my life. But, you know, I've had my uh, share of injuries and things like that that I've had to overcome. And I think it's easy when you get older to say, oh, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Or... You know, I have this injury and I'm going to back off from you know, working out or whatever you like mm-hmm. to do. And it just kind of spirals. Then you start maybe filling that time with other Something bad different. habits. Mm-hmm. Something different. So it's just important for me to kind of wake up every day and say, you know, this is what I'm going to do today. This is what I want to accomplish. And that's how I start.
0: So here's one thing that I remember you pushing through, and if, if mm-hmm. you're not comfortable, I'm sure it should be fine, but if you're not comfortable, talk about it, cool. Um, it was five years ago or six years ago, you had the thyroid issue.
1: Yeah, I knew you were going down that path, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it was a tough time.
1: Yeah, it was a really tough time. Um, well, it started off, actually, it started off kind of good because it was Graves' disease and that was uh, hyperthyroidism. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm like eating a little more, maybe having some ice cream at night. You can to that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm I was still losing weight. And I thought, this is kind of fun, this yeah, is yeah. great. I guess that all that working out's finally it's kicking paying in. Paying off, yeah. And um, then it kept progressing and the heart rate went up and everything else. And I'm like, no, 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 this isn't right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was a struggle. And then that's um, an autoimmune issue. Function, yeah. yeah so, kind of led to some other problems yeah. and I don't even know what it was called but it was some kind of viral infection due to um, autoimmune issues yeah and I had like terrible pain in my long bones yeah do you remember that yeah. skin, I was off
0: you had like a rash oh, on your skin I or something oh I had a rash yeah. on my skin yeah.
1: and so I was off of work for like a month yeah which also meant I wasn't doing anything I wasn't working out or anything yeah so it's really hard to bounce back from something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I started feeling better, you know, I mean they say they say you don't have anything without your health. And when you do go through something like that, you do kind of realize well that's true. I mean that's I mean it's not like you don't have anything, but your motivation, your love of life, it just kind of you lose it's
0: drained that from you. Mhm.
1: So it's very hard to get back on track. And I remember after all that, I bumped up my Mm semi-private to kind of like make up for it. Mm -hmm. And it did really help me get back on track. Mm -hmm. I knew that wasn't something I could maintain as far as Mm -hmm. time, Mm -hmm. you know, with working full time. But, you know, when you're without something that, it's, it's easy to take for granted those types of things. And then have that routine be taken away from you, you know, mm-hmm. like the working out and the feeling good and feeling healthy, that makes you appreciate it and work harder at it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the lesson I learned from that episode.
0: So you think that once you like got through that, your motivation to go back again is was to regain your health and then to hopefully prevent that from happening, something, some feeling like that from happening again.
1: Um, yes, yeah, for sure. But um, I didn't think something like that was gonna happen again. I thought that was you know, kind of a one-time thing. One-time thing, thing. sure. Mm-hmm. But it didn't motivate me to work harder at staying strong,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and working out more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that, that was a big motivator. And when I found myself coming back and recovering from that, it was, I didn't want to lose it. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps pushing me forward. And I still think about that. You know, I still think about that. And when I see somebody else go through an injury or an, an illness, you know, I do, I can relate to it. It is really hard to come back from. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people here at the gym who I've witnessed do that. You know, right. so they're big motivators and, yeah. you know, not that I'm going to name them, but, you know, I can think a lot of people come to mind and yeah. and they've succeeded. So, mm-hmm. and I think I have too. So I hope, I'm sure I'll have trials again.
0: Mm-hmm. I always say that, and I don't know if people take me seriously when I say that, say this, but like, I feel blessed in a way to be here, like in this part of this pack mm-hmm. like with the people that oh, we have me too. because like I get to see most of the people here are older than me Correct. and older, older than me and and most of them a lot of them are definitely I'll say fitter than me maybe if you looked at some, if you looked at somebody and you go that person's fitter than that person you're probably not right until you actually see them perform mm-hmm. then you know who's fitter than who And I would venture to say that a lot of the people in this gym who are not just five years older than me, but 10 years older than me, are fitter than me. And most of those people have overcome some sort of something, which is very inspiring, which makes it luckily easier on me to know and believe that it doesn't have to do necessarily with the age that I'm in. It has to do with the effort I'm willing to put into it.
1: Well, it's inevitable and you'll find this out but it's inevitable that you know, you're change. going to have setbacks. Mm-hmm. And um, when I come here I don't want this to sound like a commercial but you know there's a lot of people here that motivate me. Mm-hmm. You know just like what we were talking about, you know there's people that are pregnant and still working out. There's mm-hmm. people that have come back from an illness and they're working out or an injury. So there's a lot of people here that motivate me. But I want to make sure they motivate me, but I don't want to necessarily compare myself to them.
0: Good point. Mm-hmm.
1: Because if I do that, I mean, everybody has got comes from a different background. Everybody's a different age. So you can't really compare yourself to them, but I feel like I can be motivated by them and mm-hmm. their actions. That's a good point. Yeah.
0: Because it's more of like a hey, if they can push through hard hard times, quote-unquote, yeah. then I can too. Yeah. I, I, bl- I believe I can too, not, oh, I want to be able to do what they're doing. Correct. Necessarily. Correct. Have you ever looked at anybody that way or anything that way? Compared yourself and wanted to achieve something? And what did that outcome look like if you did?
1: Um, if I understand your question, I think... When I was younger,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think you always compare tendency yourself. tendency is to
0: compare to other people. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. you always want, you know, that person's looks or that person's body. Or, <laughs> you know, there's many things that you can desire. Mm-hmm. But the older I get, I think the more comfortable I am in my shoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm less likely to compare myself to other people. Mm-hmm. But I'm motivated by other people.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: How'd you start making that transition
1: well it wasn't a conscious mm-hmm. decision
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think it just happens over time mm-hmm. I think it's one of the positives of aging yes yeah. you know that you you're just you're just more comfortable with who you are and like I would never want to go back to my 30s <laughs> you know I would never want to go back in time I really mm-hmm. like where I'm at mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I guess there's less people to compare yourself to at this age. You know, and I don't want to be unrealistic. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to compare myself to someone who's your age or, you know. Yeah. So, I just try to compare myself to me.
0: Mm -hmm. If you had to tell your 40-year-old self, Mm, two or three things
2: mm.
0: about how you're aging or or things to not worry about or things to improve your outlook what would those things be
1: mm. um i think well it's an it's an, it's important to You know stay focused on your health but I also think I would tell my um, 40 year old self to not sweat the small stuff Mm -hmm. and I still do that but now that I'm older I realize it's not as important Mm -hmm. Um, I would focus more on my emotional health and spiritual health Mm -hmm. but the physical piece of it has always been there
0: it seems like it has been Mm -hmm. most definitely Mm -hmm.
1: the other thing is um to try to be more present you know like i still have a bad habit of doing this like always looking to the future like Mm. you know wishing away today Mm. till i get to tomorrow
0: tomorrow or next week or whatever yeah
1: so it's still something that's really hard for me to stay present and in the moment Mm -hmm. but i mean that's something that i continue to work on Mm -hmm. and i realize how important that Mm -hmm. Because you never know about tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jan. I appreciate you.
1: I appreciate you too, Jerry. Thanks for I appreciate I appreciate this place a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, you make a, a big bulk of the energy here. So, well, thank you.
2: I appreciate that. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Jan. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah.